Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Good morning, everyone. Here we are, yet again. It's good to be together with you. It is. It is so good to see you guys. I've, I've met a few people up the street and, and I said, hey, it's been so long since I've seen you. And they just said, I see you every week. And yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, forgot about that. Wish we had a reciprocated one where we could see, do a massive Zoom. Yeah, we see people. that would be fun. That would be fun, except there'd be lots of little lots screens. Lots of little, yeah. <laughs> little screens, but it'd be fun. But those, song, those songs that we just sang were so significant to um, what we want to discuss mm. this morning. Yeah. And that, that whole area of the mind. And like we're, we're actually implored in Romans, you know, don't conform, don't conform mm. to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm. There's so much to do with our mind mm. that God wants to work in our mind to get our mind um, in line with our spirit, yeah. in line with heaven, yeah. um, to be those vessels here on earth. Mm. And and at the moment, like, there is so much going on in, in society, you mm. know. And Mildura, who thought of it? We're the furthest place from Melbourne. And um, here we have, like, massive cases at the moment and... So we're going to continue to agree together that that is halted in our region. Yeah, yeah. Amen. we're praying for that. Amen. And, um, we're agreeing that it's going to halt. Mm. It's not going to. It's not going to spiral it's out. It's not going to blow out. It's not going to blow out. Mm. We have authority over the the realm, mm. the principality, the power of the air, and yeah. this thing's transferred through that. Yeah, and transferred through you know mm. through coughing and everything like. That. So we've got we've got authority and. Mm. We're not meant to battle like the world battles. We're meant mm. to battle in. It's the battle is not against flesh and mm. blood. It's it's not a, a fight of health. It's a fight of faith. Yeah. And we are called to pray in these times. Mm. Mm. So instead of talking about how many cases there are, we should pray. Yeah. About the reduction of case, mm. pray, cases. Mm. And mm. if we're talking about, because there's I've got people that I love that are for vaccinations. I've got mm. people that I love that are against vaccinations. Mm. And um, I'm still going to love everybody, but mm. regardless of that. We yeah. should be praying. Yeah. It's not about getting vaccinations and then everything's going to be okay. We need to be praying for our community because mm. God is doing something unique and specific in this time. Yeah. And so we need to get our minds in line mm. with our spirits, mm. in line with heaven. Yeah. So, um, and we can prophesy health come on. and wholeness over our, over our community Got because this, this is the ground that God's given us. This is, this is where mm. we have been... Um, yeah, placed. Mm. And we're, we're not saying we have authority over people, but we do have authority over principalities and powers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we do. Yes. Amen. Uh, mm. A little segue so, to start yeah. with. <laughs> so we're going to continue along similar similar lines to what you guys spoke about last week. About we, little things. We were talking about the little things, yeah. uh, which is our, our theme for 2021, is that God wants us to pay attention to the little things in our lives. So I, I want to look at a passage of scripture in Luke chapter 17. So um, if you guys want to turn there and this is in your word. Un, like it's a unique time, what he's talking about. Mm. And they had their own um, complex issues and, and mm. scenarios and oppressions yeah. and prosecution, uh, sorry, persecutions mm. that they were undergoing at that time. Yeah. And there was stuff going on back then, just that was like there's stuff that's going yeah. on today that's yeah. challenging. The truths and the values in this do not change, mm. regardless of what 
what we're going through. So yeah. that that's the power of this, the little things in this. So yeah, yeah. So th- this is Jesus speaking to his disciples, yeah, and pretty much beginning to prepare them for when he was no longer going to be with them, and he was sending them out to do what he trained them to do. Yeah. And so um, he's he's teaching them about how to deal with their mind and how to deal with their heart, <laughs> how to keep their mind and their heart in a good place. Yeah. So, you know, as his disciples, he's speaking to us as well about how to keep our mind Come on. and our good. heart in a yes. good place. So so this is what, he's, what he says. So it, that's, that's so good. This yeah. is Jesus said to his disciples, hmm. are we his disciples? Yeah, we are. He's saying this to us. Yeah, that's right. I like that. It's that's un- pretty good. It's universal. I like it. It was applicable back then and it's applicable oh, very man. much right now. Like more so. Yeah. So he says things that cause people to stumble are bound to come. Mm. Or some versions say offences must come or yeah. offences will come. Um, the, the word there, stumble, actually means like temptations or um, rebukes or, you know, offences. Yeah. It, it's a, it covers it's a very the whole broad, gamut of... Yeah. The, yeah. the things that are going to try and trip you up. Yeah. The things that are going to stop, try and stop you from running, moving forward. Yeah, to being keep in you a good place. And then... Mess with your head. Yeah, get caught on it. So, so we could say things that are going to mess with your head will come. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> things that are going to cause you to stumble or to be tempted to stumble. Yeah. Are bound to come, but woe to anyone through whom they come. Yeah. It would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. So watch yourselves. So there's a there's a a warning to heed there. So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them, and if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times a day Mm -hmm. and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. And then in response to this (laughs) instruction about Forgiving and not causing offence and not being offended. Not, this is not being someone who through who offences come. Yeah, not being one who is takes offended, on offence. Not somebody who's getting damaged in the whole yeah. crossfire. Yeah, because there's lots of perspectives here. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's interesting that Jesus makes the correlation between being offended and then being one that causes offence. Yeah. Because if you take on offence, you're going to then cause offence. And then the little ones. Yeah. In there as well. And if it affects other people. Yeah. If, yeah. So in response to that instruction, the disciples then say, Lord, <laughs> increase our faith. So this is one of those times where they're just like, what? We're, we're going to need some faith uh, to be yeah, able to do this. This is beyond my my natural reasoning. Yeah. My family's never taught me to respond like this. Mm. Everything that I've experienced in life up to this point hasn't taught me to respond like this. Mm. And now you're telling me this is how I've got to this, respond? Yeah. This, this, is, this, isn't, this isn't a reasoning thing. This is a faith thing. Mm. Not increase our understanding, mm, increase, increase our, our faith. faith. Because we need faith. It's a faith realm. To be able to yep. operate at this level. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, often we read that scripture in isolation, Lord, increase our faith, and we apply it to we need more faith because we want to see more people healed or Lord, we need more faith because miracles. we want to see miracles or we want to see salvations. But how often have we prayed, Lord, increase my faith so that I can love people well. 
well, and so that I don't take on offence. That's the thing. Most of the time you hear them say increase our faith, it was when he wasn't, it wasn't talking about something miraculous, mm. like unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood. Mm. And they're like, what the? Yeah. Oh, no, this is a faith realm. Oh, increase our faith, Lord. Mm. You know, so. Yeah. 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 So, and he replied to their request, Lord, their increase request our faith. faith. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it will obey you. And it's a mulberry tree. And it's a mulberry tree. He specifically says a mulberry tree. Yeah. uh, Maybe not in your version, but in other versions it does. Yeah, a mulberry tree. A mulberry tree. And Mm. I I was looking up mulberry trees because I I was going to bring up a picture of it because I remember we had a mulberry tree down the back of our property when I was younger and, Mm. and Dad got... Uncle Ron Rankin to come in there and rip it out with his big, um, his D8 caterpillar front end loader and he could barely get it out of the ground. The roots were just going out, but they don't go deep, but Mm. they spread a long way. And so I typed up, just did a Google search on mulberry trees uprooted and then all this stuff came up saying, you know, why are mulberry trees illegal? Hmm. And um, and this is in some states in America because they are so invasive. Their hmm. roots go out and then they shoot up another tree, which then they go out further and yeah. shoot up more. So they're yeah. very invasive root systems. So when you're talking about offences here hmm. and the whole aspect of, you know, it's a tree. Yeah. It develops into a tree. Hmm. These roots go out hmm. and, and he's talking about offences and they hmm. go increase our faith and then he tells them that, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can get rid of this offence that could go, yeah. its roots could go out so yeah. far that it yeah. just, it keeps invading. And if you don't get all the roots, then what happens is it that comes back. it comes back. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So so this is another verse that we often read in isolation. Yeah. If you, if you say to this mulberry tree, you know, be, yep. be uprooted and thrown into the sea, then then it will obey you. And we often think, well, that's an obstacle. obstacle or that's something, something that's in my way. That's, you know, something that I, I want to get rid of. It's opposition from the enemy or whatever. But Jesus is actually talking about a mulberry tree. Uh, mindset. Being in, in the context of an offence yep. or a, a pattern of offence because an offended heart will increase and yes. and become more offended because offence breeds more offence. Mm. Like you were saying, you know, the roots shoot up little suckers and they go far and wide. Yes. Um, so he's talking about that mulberry tree in the context of the offences that we take on and how we respond mm. to people. Mm. And he was teaching his disciples how not to be petty. Exactly. He, he was teaching them how to stay unoffended. Yes. Because in order to do the work of the kingdom that he had set them out to do, they, had they to have needed a large to, mindset yeah, and not a petty mindset. And not a petty mindset, yeah. not be, get caught up on little offences or even big offences yep. or, or hurts or disappointments or, or, or just accusations. Yeah. Experiences. Yeah. C.S. Lewis has this great statement in, in Miracles, the book Miracles, mm. where he says experiences – and feelings are valid, mm. but we then have to um, interpret those through our worldview, mm. through our our mindset yeah. that we're looking at it with. So yes. they're actually experiences mm. can lie to us because of the 
the mindset that we look at it yeah. with. If we're looking at it with a, a negative mindset and we're saying, well, this happened to me and mm. so therefore this person is a bad person because they did this mm. and it's it's not always the case. Yeah. They can Our experiences and our feelings can um, lie to us through mm. the – they may be true and, and real but yeah. the mindset that we look at it with and interpret those – sequence of events we don't know what happened that made that person react like mm. that or mm. say that or do mm. that so jesus says don't worry about that yeah trust god yeah get a bigger mindset get mm. a get a kingdom perspective here because yeah. you guys aren't of this world anymore you yes. are of the yeah. kingdom of heaven and you he was trying to, to have a, a larger yeah. a larger mindset and a larger approach and and jesus knew what he was talking about because he was fully God and he was fully man. Yeah, try and get your head around that. So he experienced the whole gamut of emotions and he was disbelieved by his brothers. He was um, misunderstood by the Pharisees yep. and the Sadducees. He was um, betrayed by those that were closest to him. He, You know, he had every opportunity to take offence but yes. he knew that he was – on earth for a short time, for a purpose and for a mission. And then if he, if he got sidetracked by every disappointment, every <laughs> offence, every person that discredited him yeah. or argued with him or didn't believe that he was the Messiah, then he would have got caught up in arguments and offences and swamped and, and he wouldn't have achieved what he no, came to achieve. No, that was a distraction. Yeah. Total distraction. Yeah. And, and looking in this season that we're in at the moment, mm. there is so much to try and distract us. Mm. But what is God saying to us? Yeah. Like yesterday, oh, no, it wasn't yesterday. It was the day before. I was tiling in the – I was cutting all the tiles mm. to finish off our bathroom and I was getting ready to do the splashback behind the oven. And at 4 o'clock I'd got everything done and cut up and ready to go and I thought – it's four o'clock, should I start mix up the glue to start doing it now? Mm. And I was telling dad about this and my father and he and I said, so I mixed the glue up and then here I am gluing up tiles mm. and everything like that and then we were coming into, this is Thursday night and then we had to go into, it was going to be lockdown on Thursday night. So Ken and Lindy decided to move their wedding forward so we had to rush off. I had to throw out all my glue because I... That was Friday night, wasn't it? Was that Friday it night? It was Friday. Oh, flipping heck. <laughs> it's all it's one big like that. <laughs> so, um, and I, I said to Dad, but I I stopped at four o'clock and I thought, should I go ahead? And he goes, ah, these are the times when we need to ask the Holy Spirit. Mm. And I'm like... That's so true. <laughs> it was true. Like, yeah. I was just like, no, I've got to get this finished, got to get this done. Yeah. And he said, one... And and I'm like, oh, stupid Stephen. And mm. Dad's going, no, no, I'm I'm the same. You know, I, I've got to learn to identify those times yeah. when we need to ask God, ask mm. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know what what do I need to do? Mm. And especially in this season, we can just caught up with get caught up with the rhetoric of of what's happening in the yeah. world and just the the talk yeah. of the world. But we are we're not of this world mm. anymore. We mm. actually need to 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 raise our prayer life. We need to mm. to raise our our what we're saying, what yeah. we're speaking. Yeah. We've got to raise our thoughts. Our We've got to elevate them. We've yeah. got that old saying: elevate your thinking, you elevate, elevate your, your life. life. And it's yeah. so true. And especially not just about elevated thinking in you know. 
that higher realm, but mm. elevated thinking of the things of God. Mm. Because Jesus is teaching him here truths that have such great yeah. depth to them yeah. that they that if we apply them correctly, mm. peace and harmony are the results. Yeah. Trust yeah. and faith are the results. Mm. They ask for increase our faith. And mm. Jesus virtually says, you will. Mm. If you accept this teaching, your faith will increase because yeah. you will see this mm. happen. So, mm. yeah. And if you, if you are able to release it to God and have faith that if there is any offence or any hurt or yeah. anything going on, that he is well able to deal with it. He's yeah. well able to resolve it. And that's where the faith comes in, us not holding on to it and trying to resolve it exactly. or sort it out yeah. or, um, yeah, make it work out our own way. We can manipulate it manipulate and mould it so that it, it resembles yeah. something good that we think should, mm. this is how it's meant to look. Yeah. And, and when we hold on to it is when it grows and grows and grows. Yeah. And becomes that mulberry tree that starts to inv become invasive. We keep that, going back to that mulberry tree and fertilizing it with yeah. a little bit more manure. Yeah. Of the of the toxic words yeah, and the offense right. and everything like that, and it mulling just keeps growing it and mulling over it. And then that is the point where it does begin to affect others. That's why Jesus it's said, "So interesting, isn't it? Um, yeah. Don't cause one of my little ones to stumble." Yeah. So. He's saying, I'm entrusting you with other people's lives. I'm entrusting you with the good news of the gospel. And if, if you have offense in your heart or you have bitterness in your heart, then you're going to affect it's gonna be and a influence stream. It's and, and be a polluted stream, those it? people that I have entrusted you mm. with because those roots go far and wide and they start to invade not only your heart, not only your life, but the hearts and lives of the people that that he's entrusted yeah. us with. And, um, yeah, there's it's a verse in um, Hebrews 12, 15. Oh, yes. That says, see to it that no bitter root bitter grows root. up yeah. to cause trouble and to defile many. Yeah, cause many to stumble. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's those roots that go far and wide. Mm. If we allow bitterness... Um, offense to take root in our heart, it it causes trouble. It does. Not only for us, but it begins to defile everyone that's around us because it affects our ability to love them yep. unconditionally. It affects our ability to respond to them well. Yeah, yeah. Um, to bless them and to deal with them graciously. Mm. It it affects everything. It does. Like we we think, oh, it's just a little offense. It's just a little criticism. It's just a little grudge. I'm just going <laughs> to hide that away in my heart and nobody's going to know it's there. Yeah. And nobody's going to see it. I'll never react out of it, but I'll just harbour it. Yeah, I'll just, just harbour it because I'm not quite ready to let that yeah. go yet. I don't have the faith to let God deal with that. That's speaking to me. So I'm just going to hold on to it. But what we don't Is anyone realize, else getting that? Because that, <laughs> it's true. Isn't it, does, it true? It does seep out of us. It's <laughs> <laughs> every pore of our being. We are dipped in. It seeps yes. out of us into every every conversation, every relationship, every correspondence that we have with somebody else. Yeah. Um, it will defile many. Mm. So so 
That's why Jesus said, watch yourselves. Yeah, watch yourselves. Watch yourselves and make sure you're staying on top of this stuff. Make sure no no bitter root um, crops up. Yeah. Because the consequences are are big. And in verse – so, yeah, sorry. And I was just going to say yeah. um, we can't. We can't lead others to a loving God if we have a bitter heart. Ooh. We can't bring others to a gracious Father if we have an angry heart. Unforgiving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because exactly. the way we lead people to Jesus is because first they see Him in us. Yeah. So. And yeah. They, and they see love in us. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Yes. But the. In verse 3 where it says, if your brother or sister sins against you, in other versions it says, if you see your um, brother or sister living a reckless life or participating in dangerous behaviour or, you know, that's going to lead to, warn them. Mm. You know, it says here, you know, rebuke them, but it says warn them. That word rebuke actually means a warning. Mm. Hey, this is dangerous. This is, this is, this this type mm. of behaviour mm. has a bad outcome. Yeah. And, and then it says if they repent, you know, mm. forgive them. Yeah. Don't keep going, oh, they're just an idiot that mm. behaves like this when this goes wrong, you know. Yeah. And, and we think, oh, we use a scientific formula to say when this comes under this pressure, then this is the result mm. in their life. No, forgive them. Let yeah. it go and, and release them mm. in it. Mm. So um, and then even up to seven times. Yeah. It says here, but that. Seven is a very prominent number with forgiveness mm. because it needs to be a whole complete, complete work. Work because mm. seven is that that yeah. perfect thing. But, yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, in in Song of Solomon, two fifteen. Yeah. Um, Song of Solomon, as we know, is a metaphor about our relationship. Yeah. The relationship between. Jesus and his so bride, which is the, whole love the church. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some people say, no, it's not a metaphor. It's just a, a book about... Romantic a poetry. Rom- a romance between a man and a woman. But I, I doubt that it would be in the Word of God if it wasn't a little bit deeper than that. It is a lot deeper than that. So yeah. I, my opinion is that it is also a metaphor about Christ and the church and how he pursues us. And well, there's prophetic stuff in it as yeah, well. So, his um, relationship exactly. with us. So um, Song of Solomon 2 verse 15, it says um, this is the, the male speaking to the female when he, as he's pursuing her and um, he wants to speak with her and he's saying, come away with me yeah. and I want to hear your voice and I want to talk with you. And then, and then he goes on to say to her, um, catch for us the, the little foxes Ooh, yeah. that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in full bloom. Mm. So the vineyards are about to be fruitful. Yes. They're about to have a lot of fruit. Yeah. And he says to her, make sure there's no little foxes getting into our vineyard that are going to steal the fruit. steal our fruitfulness. Yeah. And yeah. these these little offences and, and these little things that sneak in through the holes in the fence. Yeah. Make, make sure you catch them so that they can't be destructive. Those, those little stumbling things. Yeah. Those little, yeah, whatever it might be. Yeah. And because it does ruin 
our fruitfulness. It does. When we allow those those little things, yeah. those little hurts that we that we harbour and it's, it's very interesting, those opinions that we have about other people that make us withdraw from them or mm. those assumptions that we we jump to conclusions about yes. someone. Those world and we judge them. Yes. Those little judgments that we make that that make us withdraw from people and and not want to reach out to them. All all those things yes. steal our fruitfulness because mm. they stop us loving people with the extravagant love that the Father has yeah. bestowed on us. Yeah. That he, he wants us to be pure vessels so that that extravagant love can flow through us and flow mm. out to others. Yes. Yeah. So catch the little foxes. The little foxes. And and going back to where it says, you know, um, it, it's better for a millstone to be tied. I've seen millstones recently, you know, like I, I've been mm. looking up how to crush, you know, olives the old school way and, and they all use the millstone, like the, the natural way of doing it, mm. you know, for – so they're big, you know, they're not a small thing. You're not escaping a millstone if you've got it around your neck and it gets thrown over. You're not going to be able to swim against it. Yeah. It takes you down. Yeah. So um, it says, better for that than you cause one of my these little ones or these mm-hmm. children to stumble. And it took me then on a – because I was thinking about this whole mindset of how, um, you know, we're, we're – the contamination of that mulberry tree and the and the roots and the the offences that come and and why is it that that Jesus said unless we have the faith of a child, there's so much through Scripture that talks about children and then yesterday I was listening to Bill Johnson um, his latest I think it was one of his latest messages but because he mentioned the book of Erwin McManus's which Frank Strangio is reading as well at the moment and it's called the Genius of Jesus or I think it's the genius of Jesus. And he he quotes a um, study that was done in there. And I just the word children, um, that word children, Jesus uses in Mark 10 when the, the rich man comes to him and says, you know, what do I have to do? And he says, keep all the um, commandments. And the rich guy goes, I've done that since birth. And he says, okay, then sell everything you've got and follow me. And he, said, he fell on the ground and said, no, I can't do that. And he was distraught because he had great wealth. And then he said, how hard is it for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven? Then he turns around to the disciples and he says, children, how hard is it to enter the kingdom of God? And he, he's talking to the disciples, children, yeah. okay? Yeah. And then the same word children is used later um, in Luke as well about, yeah, I think I've, I've said enough on that. Like, children, why do we need to have childlike faith? And so there was a study done. Um, it was a longitudinal test of creative potential done by NASA. Yeah. Over 1,600 um, participants in it. So they monitored them over 15 years, yeah. these 1,600. Um, Significant study. It is a broad study. Mm. So they had 16, four to five-year-olds they scored 98% were creative geniuses. Mm. Mm. So when we're young, and they, they even in this study, they talk about how um, if you present a very difficult um, problem to two-year-olds to five-year-olds in a playful way, they will be able to, in a light, fun, playful way, they'll be able to solve these very complex um, problems. Mm. 
But when you put them into a normal study situation, into a school environment, they couldn't do it at all. So, but they have the creative genius to solve things. 98% of four to five-year-olds are creative geniuses. Then it says five years later, when they were, you know, between nine and 10 years old, only 30% had still scored in the creative level of, of that genius level. Five years later, again, only 12%. So at 15, there was only 12%. And when they administered to adults, it's 2%. So what they said, according to the study, our creativity, our genius is drained by our education, by what people either say to us or say about us, um, the way that we're, we're forced into situations. And they said, as we learn to excel at convergent thinking, which means coming down to the same con, mean conforming, um, you know, convening. It means coming together um, in one way of thinking. And our school systems and a lot of that and, and the, the pattern of this world seems to be this is the only answer. They, we get so – and at the moment we're in a very, you know, like focal point is like really this is the only answer in it. But I believe – there's creative genius for us because God says we need to be like children. G children are creative geniuses. And I know that when we are tapped into the spirit of God, when we are connected to God, I, I know I've, I've come out with some creative ideas, that, and you have as well, where people have gone, oh, that's, that's genius. Or I've seen other people just say, hey, how about this? And you go, oh, what a great answer. Not only that, like the first person that was anointed or God's spirit fell on was when God said, I have anointed, I've filled him with my spirit so that he can work with gold and silver and precious stones right back in Genesis. So like there is some amazing stuff going on when we have our creative genius sparked yeah. and being a child, being yeah. like a child. Like I know it, we're talking about little things at the moment here, but... Mm. Jesus was actually wanting his disciples to be children, to be like, and he yeah. calls them children many yeah. times. Yeah, to have an uncluttered mind. Uncluttered mind, not, yeah. not contaminated the, by the worldview that we've got that yeah. has been forced on us, but one that is uninhibited. Mm. That and just an says, uncluttered mind yeah. is a creative mind. Exactly. So not only can we love people better when, when our mind is clear and our heart is pure, but we, we're also free, we have the headspace. To see the potentials. To be creative yep. and to come up with solutions and to be optimistic and to be spontaneous. Yes. And to be all those things that God designed us to be. Because when we, when we have offence and when we have um, toxic thinking going on, it consumes our mind. Yeah. And it it's drains all the energy out of our mind. And so we don't have the headspace yep. to love well, to live well, to be creative, yep. to to have joy, <laughs> to, exactly. be, to be positive and optimistic about the future, all those things. And fun to be around. Yeah. And, and pleasant to, to be around. a sense of humour. Exactly. All those things get stolen from us when we spiral into negative thinking yeah. about ourselves. That convergent thinking. And others. Yes. Yeah. We're actually meant to be divergent thinkers. Yeah. 
not that we have double-mindedness, but mm. we're actually we're looking at options. We mm. see the potential everywhere. Everything's yeah. everything's a toy, even mm. a stick that could mm. be a it could be anything. Mm. You know, like when you're a kid and and you were just saying about forgiveness and yeah. offenses. Mm. You know, when when kids have a problem with another kid, mm. they'll say, You said this and that hurt my feelings. They'll be honest yeah. about it. And yeah. the kid will go, I'm sorry, and then they'll say, That's I thank you, you know, and mm. and then they make up and they're yeah, friends again. And it's, and it's done. It's done. They, yeah. they, they move on yeah. with that. But as we get older, we start making up bigger stories. Mm. You know, the, yeah. that pattern of thinking, that world view has, mm. has moulded us and shaped us mm. and we're meant to go back to that child-likeness. Yeah. Not the child-ishness yeah. but the child-likeness child of, yeah. of that situation. So yeah. It says that our ability to focus and hone our thoughts is reduced. Mm. We squash our instinct for divergent or generative or creative thought. Mm. But the good thing is that the five-year-old in us never dies. Mm. Yeah. And you might say, oh, no, that, that's that immature. No, no, no. We're talking about the buried. creative genius. <laughs> but it never dies. So they, they actually give some ideas of how to awaken that. Mm. Number one, go for a walk listening to happy music. Mm. Do you know how many people I've said to them they've, they've got problems in their life and say, you need to put on some worship music. Yeah. You need to yeah. listen to the. But even they, they did a study through the um, behavioural science in a recent study at Rabobed University in the Netherlands, that researchers found that when people listen to happy music and it specifically happy classical music, mm. so mm. you know the light sort of Vivaldi, yeah. all yeah. that sort of stuff, happy, um, heavy metal. while performing <laughs> a divergent creative task, they performed better than those who were not listening to any music at all. Mm. So yeah. listening to happy mm. stuff. Mm. Um, Stanford University also did another one that – if you are walking while you're doing something, yeah. you're 80, 81% of people are more creative while they're walking. Mm. So if you go for a walk, if yeah. you listen to happy music, mm. you spark these mm. creative elements mm. in your life. The next one, thing was to let your mind wander. Yeah. Don't just be focusing in and, you know, mm. honing your thoughts in on one thing yeah. all the time. Kids are naturally daydreamers. Yeah, and naturally curious. Curious, yeah. daydreaming, asking mm. Funny questions and silly mm. questions about life yeah. because they want to, they're interpreting, they're seeing things and yeah. they want to know what the answers mm. are. Um, and they found that those who let their minds wander perform better at school. Now, they gave these guys some really hard tasks to fulfill and then under, the, under a study um, at UC Santa Barbara at, at the university there and they then got them to rest and do some, uh, half of the group to do like creative um, resting and just letting your mind wander and, and you know, and others they got to do more intense work. When they came back, there was a significant change in the, the ability of those that had just let their minds wander to be able to think create, creatively and, and laterally to look at things and go, hey, this works like this and partner with kids, hang around kids, you know, talk to them because if you want to think like a kid – it's best to think with a kid, yeah. you know, like... And, and let them engage in imaginative play. Yes. That's, that's why kids don't need to be entertained all the time and occupied all the time. Yes. And and have a schedule of um, sporting events and, you know, this, yeah, this activity and then that activity and then that activity and then that activity because they actually need time to just... 
be kids yep. and go out in the backyard and, you know, make a cake with mud and make a tree house out of Or climb a tree. How many yeah. times did we take Callum into um, emergency because he, cli- he climbed a climbed tree? A tree. <laughs> but not because he climbed a tree, then he, he fell out, out of a tree, you know, <laughs> or jumped out of it or something like that. But, but um, yeah, partnering Creative with kids, space. and mm. and that's not just partnering with kids, but ca- partnering with other people that have that childlike faith. Mm. Yeah, you get around people like that, and they're talking about my dad can do this, my mm. dad can do, mm. my dad's better than any other dad, and and when we as believers start talking like that, yeah, how profound is that? And we start getting around that type mm. of thing. Mm. Um, cr- you, um, the. Ace Bursal, don't know who that is, but uh, author of Design the Life You Love. Mm. That's the book they wrote, Design yeah. the Life You Love. They said that you can, you can build your creative genius through spending time with children mm. because they will show you that there are no boundaries, there yeah. are no yeah. – so And they don't much... really care what other people think. Oh, that like, is a big one. A child from one to five – Yes – is reasonably unaware of other people's thoughts and judgments. This is unless, my last unless point. This is imposed, my last point right here. Yeah. Unless it's imposed on them. They're free of what other people think of them. They're just yep. in their own <laughs> joyful world, you know, exploring the world. Um, yes. Gathering information. And, yeah, that's isn't that one of the things that quashes our creativity and our joy the most yep. is – Worrying about what other people think of us because we are, we have that innate desire to be liked, mm. and so we we worry about what if people think this and what if people think that, yep. and and if I create something, will other people like it? Yeah. When, but when you're a child, you just create and for the joy of it, you yep. don't really care what other people think. And I heard somebody say recently, "What other people think of me is none of my business." <laughs> Yes. And I and I write that one down. That how, is gold. How liberating that is. Mm. That we don't need to be consumed about what we think other people are thinking about us. Yes. How how freeing is that when we think that's none of my business. <laughs> I just need to do what God's called me to do. I need to be who God's called me to be. I need to be free to be that person. Yep. And not worry about constantly what other people are mm. thinking about me. That's between them and God. Whether they judge me, whether they love me, whether they accept me, whether they like me or whether yep. they don't like me is between them and God. It's not my business. Yeah. And how liberating that is. And that's that whole forgive. Mm. What Jesus was talking about in Luke 17. Yeah. You know, offences are going to come. Yeah. Temptations are going to come. People will misunderstand you. Yes, are going to come. Yeah. But don't let it come through you. Don't let it do your head in. (laughs) Don't be that contaminated, defiled, Mm. polluted stream. Yeah, anxious. Yeah. It It causes anxiety. Holding on to stuff causes anxiety. How long does it take you to shake off some anxiety that you you get passed on to you because somebody said something and now you're like, oh, no, how's that going to work out? Mm. And then you walk away and you think, well, this is my thinking. I can't do anything about that. Mm. I just need to pray about that. And and that is where our warfare is. It isn't in solving problems. Mm. It's going to the problem solver. Yeah. So and and getting that creative genius going to our father as mm. a child mm. 
because that is truly what we are. Yeah, yeah. Beloved, as dearly loved children, children. and that is what we yeah. are. We yeah. are children of God. Mm. The fourth point here mm. is imagine the best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> See, even in this real world That's that faith. we live in, That's faith. there is mm. still room for youthful optimism. Mm. I don't it's know hope. how many times people have... When I was growing up, they'd just mm. say, oh, that's just your youthful op- optimism. And it's like, well, I hope I don't lose it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so this is what's written in this study. Mm. Young kids care less about how they are perceived oh, and more about sorry. immersing themselves in whatever activity they are pursuing. Yeah. That is, that is a kid mm. just playing, don't care. If somebody's mm. like, well, you know, they'll just move away from that kid and yeah. keep on playing mm. if somebody tries to interrupt. Yeah. And this is good for creativity. Mm. Studies have shown that when we immerse ourselves in joyous doing mm. versus anxious mulling, yeah. we are actually more creative and into problem solving. And when problems mm. get solved, we don't dwell on those problems because they get solved. Mm. So yeah. that creative genius is there. Now, you might be thinking, why are we talking about kids when I don't even have kids? Or what, why is it, you know, I'm old, why should I be thinking mm. that I need to be childlike? Mm. The reason being, children have creative genius. Mm. And we are stuck in a season where people are just thinking one way and one way mm. only. Mm. But I know that within the church, God is wanting to birth creative genius again. Yeah. It could be in the arts, it could be in music, mm. it could be in science, it mm. could be in anything mm. that that is the cosmos, yeah. <laughs> that is the wor- known world mm. and everything, heaven and earth, all of that involved, mm. where God could give you an answer to a, a problem and a solution to us in a situation, yeah. not just a, a small thing. It might be a business idea. Mm. It might be a, a, a new Whatever. Yeah. The, a kid does not think anything is limited until they are told you can't do that. Mm. Mm. They'll just keep yeah. on doing it. Yeah. And it's amazing that young children have the ability to solve complex problems mm. when, it's, when it's done in joyous doing mm. and not just in anxious mulling over it. Oh, no, yeah. I've got to solve the answer. Yeah. I've got to find the answer. When they – and that's – that's what God wants us to do. He mm. wants us to joyfully do, yeah. joyously engage mm. with life here on earth. Mm. With and hope. The, that, that psalm I read last week about, you know, um, remind us that our days are numbered. Mm. And you go, whoa, that's scary. Oh, does that mean I'm going to die? And it's like, yes, mortality up mm. until now is pretty well 100% apart from Jesus. Mm. You know, uh, the rest of us, we're all going to die yeah. That's that's the truth of it. But mm. but to know that our days are numbered and appreciate every day and joyously that's why after prayer on Tuesday I say this is the day the Lord has made. Mm. Let us rejoice and be yeah. glad in it. Yeah. I, I I need to remind myself mm. God made this day for a reason. It's mm. not like, oh, now I've got to go through another day. Mm. But how to to how to how to look at it with you know, youthfully optimism and yeah. joyously look at it and say, what an awesome day. Yeah. What a great – it rained last night. Yeah. I'm talking about today now. You know, mm. it rained last night. Yeah. We had some yeah. – it's, it's a bit fresher this morning. We, 
I love them today. Mm. Even though we're in lockdown again mm. and just in Mildura we, we seem to be in lockdown. But we can still be grateful for Come every on. day. There's still opportunities Best in every day. Best case scenario. Yeah, we can, we can choose to look at what we don't have or we can choose to look at what we do have and be grateful for that. Yeah. And that needs to be our, our declaration. Yes. Yeah. Joyously, you know, engaging with the day. Yeah. Joyously because, you know, rejoice always, pray mm. continually, mm. in all things give thanks. Yeah. That's what a kid does. Mm. Yay. Yeah. I'm into this. But the the point is because God has made children a specific way mm. and I've always wondered why is it said we need to be like a child? Well, number one, it's a, a submissive thing. Mm. But it's also that God has placed all this, this incredible um, sponge-likeness mm. in us when mm. we're children mm. that we absorb so much. And, and children are so trusting. Trusting. And, and children laugh something like five times more every day than an adult does. So mm. they just have that inner joy. Yeah. That we tend to lose as we get older. But if we can rediscover our inner child mm. and revisit that place of of trust and yes. love and joy and humour yes. and creativity, then then we're back in, in the centre of how God made us to be. Before before we got um you know dirtied by the toxic world that we live in before we got contaminated yeah. is the word I'm looking for. Um, before we got contaminated by the world that we live in. But it says in Romans to shake off everything yeah, that, that hinders, hinders you and, the sin and so run. <laughs> run. Run with perseverance. The race that he's marked Run with out endurance. Yeah. Run like a little kid. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. doesn't matter what the weather is. Kids mm. will take their shoes off and just run They'll outside run. and freezing cold. And you're yeah. like, what are you doing? You know, mm. and it's like they don't think about those extraneous things that yeah. are going to affect them. Mm. They they just want to enjoy the moment yeah. and get the most out of it. And, mm. and I can see that God is calling us into this. Jesus was telling them, here's a worldview. You're going to get offended. You're yeah. going to get tempted. Yeah. You're going to have stumbles. You're yeah. going to get people treating you badly. Yeah. But I want you to actually be a child in this mm. and submit to your father. Yeah. Submit to this Trust way him. of thinking. Mm. Submit in faith. Mm. That's why they say increase our faith because mm. this is a hard one. Because yeah. we want to be angry. Mm. We want to, we want to have offense. We mm. want we want to Defend we have ourselves. every reason to be offended at the Roman Empire mm. for doing this. We have mm. every reason when somebody does the wrong thing and they know the law so they shouldn't behave mm. like that. Mm. And Jesus says, don't worry about that. Mm. Forgive them. My father has and if a they plan. Do it, yeah, <laughs> if they do it seven times in a day, then forgive mm. them seven times. Mm. But then he goes on later and he says, no, 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 77 times. Yeah. You know, so it's mm. it, it's talking about un, unceasing, mm. being a kind yeah. Patient. Yeah. Loving person. Yeah. 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 Hey, we're running out of time. Yeah. We're we need to wrap it we're up. We're winding down. But mm. um hey guys, look, I know this sounds unusual, but I know there's a key in this. Mm. There's a key in this because unless we have the faith of a child, unless we and and the whole thing is of being born again. 
starting afresh. Mm. There's that freshness in God. Yeah. There's that freshness every morning. His mercies are new every, every morning. morning. Yeah. You know, and it, it's so profound that every every second there's a sunrise. Every second there's a morning. Like we've seen the sunrise a few hours ago, but over on the other side, as as it's going across a um, Australia, the sun's going across Australia. It's hitting WA. It's hitting Perth. You know, there's there's sunrises mm. at all every moment. So God's mercy is continual. It's pouring out. Yeah. Awesome. For us to grab hold of that mm. in this season, for us to trust God in this mm. season, for us to allow the creative genius mm. in us through the because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of wisdom, which is creative genius. Mm. Yeah. Wisdom is the creative genius of how to deal with something. Yes. I've, I've been amazed at the wisdom of some people and I think, how did you come up with that? Mm. How did you deal with that situation? Like when something was just going so awry and people were getting so amped and somebody just came in with a word or, or a, hey, guys, let's mm. – and I just sit back and you go, that's genius. Mm. That's wisdom. Mm. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Yeah. Gives us wisdom. Yeah, he does. Awesome. We're missing you guys, Stacks. Mm. Like we can't wait until we can meet together. But um, in the meantime, remember, offences will come. Mm. Don't let it come through you. Watch yourselves, Jesus mm. said. Mm. Don't be that, that vessel that's, you know, that's talking about the, all the bad stuff that's going on at the moment. We are meant to be vessels that are talking about the potential about the goodness, about the, the power and, mm. the, and the justice of our God mm. and that God has a plan yeah. and that plan has not gone awry. That mm. plan is still on track. Yeah. We don't know. His ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. But God is having his way at the moment and if you say, I can't see it, then we're going to pray right now. Mm. We're going to pray right now. If you, if you may be away from God at the moment, or if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, it is so easy to begin with. Mm. But it, it's something that the Word of God says, don't just do this lightly. Don't do this as a way to just sort of, oh, this is the answer and I just need a quick answer now. No, this is a lifestyle change. It's a way of looking at things totally differently. It's a way of seeing that there is a heaven and there is an earth, not just an earth, not just the universe, but there is a heavenly realm that created and the material and the material is is a manifest materialization of what is in the heavenlies it's not the same but it's as mm. it's like yeah there's a representation there and it's so easy to come into the the kingdom of god word of god says that those who call on the name of the lord those that that say jesus is lord and that that is a position of actually allowing jesus to have authority in your life you, submission means to come under, sub, under, mission, the plan. Come under the plan, come under the order, come under the, the yeah, the program of God. Yeah. And it's so easy to just say, Jesus, I, I want to give you my life. I want to give you my life. It's not, it's not the only discussion you'll have with Jesus, but it's the best way of starting. Jesus, reveal yourself to me. I'm, I want to give you my life yeah. and I want to know you more. Yeah. That's the beauty of this um, realm of faith that you, you don't need necessarily someone else to guide you in it. Mm. The Holy Spirit is there to guide you. Yeah. The Word of God is there to guide you. And it's there to guide us yeah. and instruct us. Yeah. 
We've just taken a small portion of it this morning to have a look at. I hope you've got something out of it. I hope you start thinking about the creative genius that is still inside you, that five-year-old that is still inside you, that by faith we can release that. By faith we can actually, because I know there's some people that have got some answers in them that they've that have been, it's been blocked up. Yeah. It's been hindered and they think that this is just the way it's going to be. No, I, I want to see that unlocked. Mm-hmm. You just never know with God, do you? Do you want to pray or will I? You pray. Okay, I'm going to pray. Father, I just thank you right now for your Holy Spirit on those, not only on those that are listening and watching at the moment, but Father, on the, the whole of our region. Father, thank you for your protection over our region. Thank you for your protection over lives. Father, I thank you for the spirit of peace, spirit of wisdom moving through our region. Father, for your spirit of peace on our church, spirit of peace and wisdom. Father, I thank you for the creative genius that you have placed inside each person, that the the miracle that they are, if they could see themselves the way that you made them to be, they would almost worship themselves because you have made us so beautiful, so perfect, so intricate, and so unique. Father, I just thank you for that creative genius, that creative productivity that is in each one of us. Father, that as we submit to Jesus, as we uh, allow that rebirth in our life, to be children again, to allow our minds to be childlike, trusting our Father, trusting what He says and that Your Word is true and trusting the leading of Your Holy Spirit, not just letting our minds wander but letting our minds meditate on what is good and what is noble and what is just and what is of good report. Father, I thank You for the words that were spoken today. We ask that the truth would would stay in our hearts that if there be anything of us in there that needs to fall to the ground, we just ask for that to happen. But Father, I thank you for faith growing in each life right now. I thank you for that potential in each life right now. And we speak prosperity, we speak favour, and we speak peace over each life right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.